0: Hello, friends. As storms of every sort gather and build and wreak their horribleness upon the lands, Galinda and I took hold of each other one unseasonably warm September evening beneath the crescent moon and decided we should partake in a healing ceremony. What better activity to aid our broken world than two older people enjoying an ice bath in Brooklyn? The hope was that a good hour or two in our newly installed Japanese soaking tub would ease the troubles of the world, submerge our vessels. Well, after 15 minutes spent in what felt like dangerously cold water, chanting, or screaming in my case, surrounded by dandelion greens and bales of lavender floating here and there, and one thorny bramble that kept poking me in my neck, I finally had enough and excused myself from the ritual. Glinda stayed silently on, bless her, and I'm sure she did some good work with her soaking. Meanwhile, I've come down with a terrible sinus infection that I am sure is unrelated. Well, let's focus our energies that we have together and let's open that mighty portal that leads to another visit in the deep night. It's me, Dale, and I'm back with you once again for another hour spent in the deep night. I've taken my herbs, inhaled a lot of essential oils, and I'm ready to bring you a special live episode of the program recorded at the Slipper Room in New York City. This was our season premiere event kicking off our tenth season, and we had such fun. But first, my thanks to Zach Gabbard and the Buffalo Killers and the gang at Howler Hills Farm in Ohio for their work on the newly retooled theme song for season 10. Isn't it great? Zach and I rode a log flume this summer, and he turned to me and said, Hey, I'd like to redo the theme. And I said, You bet. And then we got doused with a huge splash of carnival water. Water that may have given me a nasty bit of business in my trousers. So a fortuitous ride on a floating log. Thank you, Zach. We'll be playing their music throughout the shows as well. On the program today... We've got some Emmy nominees, some Emmy winners, some people who are sure to receive awards and acclaim soon. Just, I know it. I know it's going to happen. From the popular podcast, Las Culturistas, and many, many UCB shows, Matt Rogers. From the Misandry podcast with Marsha and Ray, and a writer for Comedy Central's The President show, Ray Sani. Writer for SNL, Kristen Bartlett, and writer for Full Frontal with Samantha B. Linda tau Such a stellar group and I'm so happy they could join us for a discussion that gets to some of the most important questions and concerns of our time, including one involving white people and ice. Take my astral hand in yours as we go ever further into the deep night.
1: Please welcome to the stage, Dale Seaver.
0: <laughs> Release. Yes, and yes, and yes, and yes. Oh, my goodness. Do you feel it? Do you feel being alive, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, this is great. I look out at what must be 100, maybe 200 of you. Just by my estimation, fantastic. All of you like burning embers from a ritual fire like little smudge sticks meant to cleanse their collective demons as we peer into the unrelenting, endless darkness that is our existence. (laughs) It's beautiful, but don't worry. We're here together in the deep night. Yes, and I'm so pleased, this this place of regrets and revelations and rising stars... (laughs) We're all here together. It's so fantastic. I'm so like pleased on a like spiritual level to have you here with me. Who is me? I'm Dale Sheaver and I am your host. Thank you. Thank you, my goodness. Thank you. I am your Host, your uh, companion, your cosmic explorer through this, uh, this deep night. And we're going to have a terrific time. This is the season 10 live premiere of this program. We've been doing this program for nine years. Nine, thank you. Thank you. I know. Whoa. It's uh, really, really something. That's a lot of time out New York submissions to the events calendar and a lot of times being told well we don't have enough room for comedy because we have to tell people where to eat noodles outside your magazine is literally being handed out by disadvantaged people in oversized t-shirts on the subway but yes tell me about how hard it is for two people to date at a pizza parlor in bushwick center center don't let the rage in it's not about that Good, and we're back. Fantastic. Gang, I'm in autumn. I think that's clear. I don't go for the hot weather. I like cooler weather because that's better for the T-necks. And if you're a fan of turtlenecks, I invite you to join us at our next turtle swap. We meet down at the piers uh, two to four every third Thursday of the month. And it's a great, <laughs> a great gang of people, all sizes and colors. And the shirts aren't bad either. <laughs> but it's a fun a fun group of individuals. Hello, Steve, and I sensed your energy as you walked in. Stephen and I were at the Warlock gathering in New Paltz this summer. Always great to celebrate their diamond jubilee. If you do go, make sure you bring a lot of beard oil and plenty of leather conditioner because you will go through it. Trust me uh, <laughs> it has been a busy summer. Uh, my wife, uh, Glinda, and I moved into a smaller space because that's a good idea. And uh, we're just, you know, we're growing. It's a relatively new marriage, so we're still growing as a couple. We're like two uh, wild succulents that have um, uh, been Placed into one of those sturdy rock bowls that you buy at the garden center at Lowe 's, maybe mismatched, you know, not you would never find these two plants together in the wild, but here we are in a small space as designed by capitalism, and we're just we're just trying to fight for what little light there is left <laughs> together, precious are the resources and you know the great thing is that if you forget to water us that's fine we don't need nourishment constantly it's okay just let us be we're fine we don't even need physical contact for long stretches of of time as it turns out (laughs) folks it's it's okay thank you for that but it's fine we're still like i said we're growing as a couple and the second marriage is always the sweetest Uh, uh, if you have been to Sedona uh, to see the energy vortexes, as many of you have, or if you subscribe to the Goop newsletter from Gwyneth Paltrow, you know that uh, luxury witchcraft is a booming business. It's uh, very difficult out there. Uh, My wife, Galinda, has been hustling best she can. She's been going to a lot of work. She spent a lot of time away. Folks, a lot of time out of the home. I don't see her a lot. Uh, but uh, so in order to kind of fill in, you know, to, to, to make up for that income stream. And at my age, I'm concerned a lot about dwindling streams. But uh, to, to fill in for that, uh, I have taken to selling essential oils uh, out of the home. So if you'd like me to come by and do a demonstration, it's $275 to start. And then uh, I come over. Honestly, it's reasonable when you start to think about it. And uh, you've got diffusers. We've got all kinds of things. And you can sign up. Just use Deep Night as the code. And then uh, this is not a joke. I just need money. Uh, <laughs> it turns out that podcasting is not that lucrative. Something I uh, was misinformed about nine years ago when we started. This show. But it has been a long time, and we're starting our 10th season, and it's terribly exciting, so let's get started. We have a great show. Yes, we do. Cornelius Loy is here playing the theremin. Yes, I see you're still at it.
1: Hey, Dale, how are you? I'm
0: doing great. You are playing energies is that right? Oh. Yeah, that disturbs me greatly. And it's great to, <laughs> great to see you though, just back from Chicago I understand. You had a good time out there? I did, I had a great time, yes. Good, I'm glad. And uh, now, uh, you practice male witchcraft, is that true? That's correct, yeah. Right, so that we have that in common. But do you, ever, do you ever just go to, like, Kohl's and flip through the khakis just to see what life is like, you know, for the other half?
1: Definitely not,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, who needs it? That's, uh, that's terrific. I like, it. well, uh, you, 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 you've been playing that for a long time. Of course, you haven't uh, picked up the banjo or anything.
1: Um, no, the banjo's not really as electronic. I mean, I do like it, but this one's a little bit more diabolic. I don't know. <laughs> diabolical. I like that. I do like a good banjo. That'll, banjos, be, that'll
0: but... be a lot of fun for us tonight. I hope we get a little diabolical as we go along. It's terrific. Well, uh, can you stick around, Cornelius? I'm actually not sure yet. <laughs> okay. one <laughs> One never knows when there might be a theremin emergency in red hook so i 'm glad i 'm glad you 're at least tentatively there and we 'll see how things go. Okay. Well, you talk about uh, great podcasts, and we often do. Uh, Cornelius and I, sometimes it'll be a Skype chat or something, but we get into it. Uh, our first uh, guest, who's going to join us on the uh, Transcendent Maroon Chairs up here, is a terrific actor and comedian, and he's one of the uh, co hosts of a terrifically popular podcast, Las Coteristas. Uh, please welcome Matt Rogers to the stage here you can just take the mic part
1: you don't need the okay do what you need to do (laughs) <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'm going to take the whole thing with me so now everyone else has to deal with it as well. <laughs>
0: good. That's you've, what you've I You've created do. unnecessary <laughs> problems, and I appreciate that right off I the bat. I hope to continue, Dale, doing that. That's good, no, no, man. welcome. All right, Thank you for uh, having me. Right as things get going, I just want to tell you I'm sensing a lot of uh, red, a lot of orange in your aura. That tells me that you have many projects going at once. <laughs> Is that true?
1: Yes, and I'm really happy you did that because I've been meaning to get red. Yeah, well. In like this sense and not like a t- people tell you you look bad, like get red sense, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I um, do. Yeah, I have lots of, I have stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I have the, the podcast, Las Culturistas. That's great. People um, love it. Yeah. Which is very fun. I co-host that with, with a good dear friend, Bowen Yang.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and... Um, other than that, yeah, I have a couple web series coming out soon. On, we all do. On a, yeah. On a yeah. Pla- don't we all?
0: <laughs> we all do. We love web series. <laughs> and then it's really maybe, hot. <laughs> really hot right now. It's
1: I just heard they became popular. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good. But also, to, this very night. Tonight. I have an exciting thing.
0: Okay. What's going to happen?
1: So in just hours, yes. I'm going to co-host a show with Brooke Shields. Wow. Yeah. I found you know Brooke Shields.
0: Yes, I do. She
1: She of great fame.
0: She's single-handedly responsible for my love affair with Calvin Klein jeans. I'm wearing them right now. Yep, good. Are you doing that for her? Because I felt
1: like I needed something to say to her.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. Yeah, look at my pants. is often a good
1: (laughs) entryway. That's a
0: good thing. Yeah.
1: Um, Well, then, but I had I wanted to. Hey Brooke. (laughs)
0: Huh? Hey, hey, yeah, I do one of those.
1: But then I was thinking to myself while I was putting these on, I was like, "These are not my favorite jeans," and but they're not. <laughs> and no, so I not. was like, I wanted to ask her, like, "What if you see?" Because I would assume she gets like probably free <laughs> Calvin Kleins for life, right? Because li- literally, I don't yeah. know if you guys know this, but nothing comes between her and her Calvin's. So <laughs> she, I assume, she gets them free for life. But what if she sees like a pair of guest jeans that are just like
0: perfect? Yeah,
1: I don't know, and I, I, I await the answer this evening. It is Calvin Klein, right? Not Jordache. No, no, no. She's Calvin Klein. Okay, all right. Jordache jeans is... For a minute, I had such a feeling of, 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 of great concern. You, you know? are the one with, with, the, with the gift, so...
0: I know. Well, I got a real... Maybe you have some Jordache in your future. Maybe you think I got a powerful Jordash here.
1: You, <laughs> you had an yes, instinct for which is Maybe really They're
0: visceral. They're on the way back. Maybe I'd like to get a pair or something. Okay. Uh, Matt, uh, you do so many great things. And of course, the Las Culturistas is the. Pilot. I wish you well with Brooke, by the way. Tell her I say hello. Thank you. I, mean, I will. I will. I'm sure she's a listener of this show. Um, <laughs> uh, she had great hair. Great hair.
1: Really nice hair, really not nice only hair. just on her head, but also on the brows. <laughs> Well, you have that in common. Yeah, and people, I said to someone, I was like, tonight I'm hosting a show with Brooke Shields. And they were like, because of your eyebrows. And I was like, (laughs) I think because of my personality, but maybe not. I I wish that
0: was a requirement. (laughs) I don't know. To meet I was thinking
1: about that as like an entry line, too.
0: You've got tons. You are going to be... I have... If I, I have mean, an A, B, C, D... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. The backstage banter <laughs> is taken care of. Yeah, right. Your green room time is full. Yeah. So uh, you've got Las uh, cost.
1: It's hard to say. My parents can't say it. Should we have picked an easier name to say? Yeah, like... Uh, yeah, like the boys talk and scream about gay shit. There you go. <laughs> Which is really what it is. That's the elevator pitch,
0: Dale. (laughs) But you're (laughs) you're responsible for introducing us to the catchphrase, Mm
1: -hmm. I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. I love the way you say it. Thank you. Thank you. See, and yes, so it's a way to, uh, you take one minute of time. And you know Ray and Kristen, who are going to be on the show very shortly, have both they've been on your guests show. on the show. And yeah. they've also been on my live show. And they've done – so they've, they're well-versed in I don't think so, honey. Yeah. So you take one minute of your time to rant against something in culture or in your life that you are not having. Right. So this is from Big or Small. You can say, I don't think so, honey. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus' seventh Emmy. Sure. Because who needs seven? Right, right. <laughs> Or it could be like, I don't think so, honey, soup. Or, or it could be, uh, I don't think so, honey, subscription postcards
0: in the New Yorker that fall in an unpredictable manner that make it impossible to catch as I'm sitting on the toilet with my pants around my ankles.
1: Do you want 50 more seconds? Because this could be one. (laughs) I have time. You have time. I love it. It's such a great... And you covered
0: the the span of culture, which I love, because you go everything from, you know, kind of worn-out socks to James Cameron. Absolutely. uh, I'm sorry, that's redundant.
1: They're very similar. (laughs) Hey,
0: baby! (laughs) I saw Avatar. It doesn't make any sense. How can there be one Smurfette and then all the others are boys? It's uh, not uh, probable or palatable.
1: (laughs) It's not good. His scripts rarely make any sense.
0: No, it doesn't it, well, well, Unobtainium
1: but, uh, Right exactly Yes Did you And so I said uh, Unobtainium as a joke And then did you know That's actually a thing Yes I had no fucking clue Oh you mean an actual thing Unobtainium is apparently Like a real thing Not just in a, life. a, a not Cameronism just, Yeah not just something stupid He made up I, I didn't know that Yeah So apparently He's just way yeah. smarter than <laughs> You know who said He was smart I don't I think like, so honey. I don't think so honey You know who said He was smart And I was yeah. like Yeah this is how You know he's not uh, the actress Michelle Rodriguez oh. was like, "He's the smartest guy I've ever met," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> you think about her career.
0: <laughs> uh, believe me, it wouldn't be the first evening. Think about I've how spent. many
1: think about franchises she's been in a part of. A lot. Oh, so many. Yeah. Like she's just she's like a cockroach, a, co- a, a cultural cockroach. But you don't think she's very bright. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm just saying I wouldn't trust her if she said to me to to do something or to trust someone else. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I don't know that she herself... I mean, I bet she she could probably fight out of a situation, like I would like let yeah. her like lead the way if we yeah. were like in physical danger. Sure. But yep. in terms of like, hey man, you know what you should, uh, you know, what book you should read. I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> no. in the heat of moment and like imminent danger, I totally am with her. But in like, okay. if she's no. telling me like what medicine to take, yeah. I don't know, tail. <laughs> you so, know.
0: So if you run into her at Barnes and Noble or CVS. <laughs> Forget it.
1: I would be shocked, first
0: of all. (laughs) Right. Right. First of all. But then second, I think I'll pass on the advice. I don't need it. No, uh, you're doing fine. Thank you. That's great. And, uh, of course, you cover pop culture. You find comedy in pop culture. Are Mm -hmm. there some uh, pop cultural things on the horizon that you're looking forward
1: to? Oh, you know what? Like, I'm actually, like, I don't really talk about this much, but I actually, like, always get so psyched whenever there's a new Star Wars event. Oh really? I, I can't yeah. wait for the new Star Wars You're because tired. when I was little, like it, I was like that guy, that guy that was on the website every day, like learning the names of all the Jedi Council. Like sure. I was very into it.
0: Sure. When and I was little, we didn't have the internet, but that's fun. <laughs>
1: Age well, five. we did because I'm really young. Um, but no. Oh, millennials. But, but yeah. Um, is that it? Is that what you are? A yeah. yeah. And I recently met someone who was Gen Z, and I was like, that's stupid. I interviewed her on the podcast. She's 17. She published a book. Wow. Gen Z is after millennials. Yeah, I think so. No, I stopped I stopped paying attention to at X. Genuinely, just... who cares? <laughs> No, Do you remember real. when the Spice Girls had that song? Generation Next! No, only me. Yes, thank you, Ray. Yeah, sure. My girl. Yeah. What? Pepsi commercial. Well, that kind of taints it, doesn't it? <laughs> it's unfortunate <Yeah. laughs>
0: when commerce comes into it.
1: You know, I actually, we, my friend and I, a good friend of mine, Sudi Green, we were, I was in college and I was really excited about the American version of the X Factor. Yeah. And I showed it to her. We were watching it in my room and she goes, I want, to, I want to tell you something. And this is when the world broke for me. She goes, look at all the Pepsi cans in every shot. Look how they pan up the girls' bodies with the camera and then the next shot is a Pepsi can. You are being sold things at all times and I want you to remember that. And I've never forgotten that. And she ruined the world for me and then she told me Walt Disney was a Nazi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a lot of fun. She's a
1: real thrill. You should have her on. <laughs> yeah. She's a real thrill. She sounds like She's a gas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's terrific. But you, what do you have, Jedi stuff ready to go?
1: Do I have Jedi stuff ready to go? Um, Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm definitely gonna go like on opening day. You know, this is gonna be Mark Hamill's big return to cinema. Yeah, he's gonna be a big a big part of this movie. Right, as Um, opposed
0: to just standing there.
1: At the end, like, you, but the most iconic part of the, the movie they just did was when yeah. he takes off his hood yeah, like a full gay man. <laughs> like, if you didn't think Luke Skywalker was gay in the original trilogy, all you have to do is watch him flip that hood off, honey, on a mountaintop. Yeah. It was gay, queer art. <laughs> it was gay art house film.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm gonna rewatch it.
1: Rewatch it. It's truly good, and of <laughs> course re-watch. he has like the one robotic hand, which somehow yep. makes it like gayer. Yep,
0: cyborgs. <laughs> cyborgs are in. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah are yeah. you gonna see Blade Runner?
0: Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You sound excited.
0: <laughs> I have fallen asleep to that original movie at least six times.
1: <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's like, oh well, it's old, so let's convince everyone they really liked it the first yeah. time, but they don't remember that they didn't really like yeah, it. Yeah, it's
0: a snooze fest, man.
1: Yeah. Also, you know what else is Jaws. okay no you you groan but watch it you are not excited for the first 90%
0: until the shark gets there
1: unless you really get off to like long monologues (laughs) which of which there are a few yeah 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 yeah. of course the famous quintalogue. yeah (laughs) that's what we'll call quince monologue (laughs) okay
0: yeah that's a good one
1: yeah what's your favorite monologue
0: my favorite monologue of yeah. all time. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know it? There's so many. And I, you know, I do so many auditions where I'm asked to of course. Uh, put that forward. Common practice in an audition. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to think about that. Okay. I am. But just because uh, you put me on the spot. And I I'm did. suddenly very red thinking about it.
1: I was sensing red. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got it.
0: You know what else I love? What? Our celebrity newsletters. As I mentioned, Goop at the yeah. top of the yeah. show. Do you subscribe
1: to any of those? Um, celebrity newsletters, no. I I very briefly flirted with the idea of, of subscribing to Lenny Letter, yeah. which is the Lena Dunham one. Yeah. But then I thought, like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't need it. No. Yeah. And you know who had an interesting one? I think that went up and then down that I wanted to subscribe to for, like, comedic purposes was Blake Lively. Oh. And yeah. I was like, that's got to be fucking hilarious. Is like Blake Lively telling you what to do (laughs) yeah but it's funny too the goop is funny because it's so crazy how expensive everything is it's very
0: expensive and uh, I'm not uh, you know I come from I'm descended from the Salem witches so I have no negative association with witches but if you were to come up with a name for a witch
1: okay Gwyneth Paltrow that's a good (laughs) quite a good one actually that's a pretty good
0: name for a witch
1: from another from another Blythe Danner (laughs) come on
0: yes goody Gwyneth Daughter of of Bly. brought before the court for selling a three thousand dollar chair made out of seaweed. Yeah, that's
1: one hundred percent. It's
0: right on the nose. There,
1: you could say that it's witchcraft that got her her Oscar. (laughs) Because why did (laughs) Kate Blanchett lose? Why did Kate Blanchett lose? I don't know. She shouldn't have watched them again.
0: Shouldn't have. It was witchcraft. Uh, Speaking of award shows, uh, uh, the Emmys. We just had those. Oh yeah, we sure did. Have you won an Emmy?
1: I've not won an Emmy. No. Um. Uh, I would love to one day. Yeah. Uh, I, that's a goal. Uh, yeah, that's certainly a goal. Um, a but I did watch the Emmys, and actually I, I have a great appreciation for them. When yeah. I was little, I would like, really pay attention to all the awards. I don't know if that's like an a, like a intrinsically like gay thing, watching like, people compete to see who's the best actor. Yeah. But um, I, don't think I, so. I was always very interested in like, the best supporting actress race. Yeah. Like that's the one for me.
0: That's where they have the wild cards.
1: Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah. And I feel like...
0: Marissa Tomei?
1: Marissa Tomei. And everyone tries to take that from her.
0: No, she was great.
1: Absolutely. And I feel that. like she's shown in the years that have Previous passed. Previous
0: watch in the bedroom,
1: tell me she doesn't deserve it. Incredible. I would have voted for her for The Wrestler, too. Oh, yeah, sure. I would have. Sure. And I also think um, like, she continually is good, and even in parts where... like. You're like, oh, she had to take this for the check. Yeah, yeah. Like, Like, did you see the new Spider-Man? I did, yeah. Okay, so I love that Aunt May used to be like, oh, well, you have to stay the course. And now she's like, all right, so what the fuck? What are we doing? Like, oh, my God, I've never looked so fucking good. I get yeah. better with age. It's just so funny that that's Aunt it used May Used to be now. the
0: granny from Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Now uh, kind of sexed up. Yeah, for sure. Not that the granny from Beverly Hillbillies wasn't sexy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Don't get me wrong. No, no, she She had had a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's very attractive. Yeah. Did you
1: marry for money?
0: No, you married for love. Moving on.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> As it turns out. But um, uh, so the, the the podcast, though, has been very popular. You're mm-hmm. also a gifted actor, and you do a lot of characters, something I don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. But how do you craft a character? Are you looking out there to see? that You see people on the subway and think,
1: you're getting in there. Yeah, you see something stupid and you copy yep. it. It's <laughs> <laughs> that easy? No, well, yeah. That um, sounds no, great. Well, no, honestly, I, I, when I'm writing a character or creating a character, I just like sometimes it, it's so funny. Like it comes from different things. Like sometimes yeah. I'll think, oh, I think this th- this personal like um, hypocrisy in society is bullshit, and how can I uh, bring out to the stage? Because I'm not a stand-up, but but I but I do think that that. You can get at that kind of live per- with live performance and characters. It's like actually a really cool way to get at things mm. without fucking standing up there and like slamming it over the head and stand up. And, and I'm not not to insult the stand-ups that are no. literally in moments coming to the stage, <laughs> but I I like I like sketch and characters as a as a form for that. And it's it's hard like not every show is like and now we're gonna have a character set from this goof. Yeah. Um but I. Encourage people to uh, seek seek character shows out because there's some good stuff out there. There is some good stuff out there. Yeah, or literally just find something you think is stupid and copy it. Doesn't <laughs> have to be a cultural point. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Matthew, what is your greatest fear? Um, I have one major fear and one like fear that I can avoid. So my major fear is nuclear war, and it always has been. It always has been. Like I'm just so scared that. It, truly, since I was a young child, I've always been scared of uh, turning on the news and being like, "Everyone get underground," or like, "You know, this is going to happen." Yeah. Like, it's very much scares me, like getting blown to smithereens or like suffering the 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 effects of radiation, and everything. And then secondarily, um, water animals. Water animals. Yeah, like animals in the water. <laughs> specifically because um the way that they can move about like very unpredictable so quick, so quick. yes and so yeah. for example an a land animal yeah. like w- what you have is you know something where you can predict its movement even a bear Dale, um yes. you know how it can move you can uh, you can um anticipate its movements even if they're very fast, I swear to God if a bear came in this room right now, I would feel fine. I, 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 I would feel <laughs> confident that we'd all be fine, and I'm not kidding. But if this room were to fill with water outside of you know, thinking, what if we drown? Even if we all had yes. scuba masks or what have you, yeah. if there were to be some octopus in here, yeah. I probably would die instantly just of shock. Well, they're quite smart.
0: The That's octopus. what I hear, but yeah.
1: not even their intelligence, simply the way they move. <laughs> it terrifies me. Like sharks, manatees? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be in the water with that. No. Why are I don't know. Also I don't I their eating habits. Yeah. Like, I don't know, there's something about them. Grazing. Even like even dolphins. Did you see did you see blackfish? No, I didn't. Don't.
0: But I've <laughs> I know I, I get it I've been afraid of the ocean my whole life I understand what but you're it talking about but it tastes
1: so good don't you think salt, salt water tastes good salt water? a little bit do you like oysters? Um, yeah they're okay like a super briny oyster that tastes like salt water mm, Yeah. you know what I'm talking there's about there's a lot though.
0: else going on with the oyster that I have to get past before I'm like oh salt what, what you know what I mean? D- does an oyster make you nervous? it's not nervous it's just uh, not my first choice
1: you know what I mean That's because you haven't really committed to it. Oyster is the best food. See, it's only when you can kill the sea animal and have it in front of you that you can relish. This has gotten strange. I don't like uh, sea sea animals, but I do enjoy seafood. No, that makes perfect sense.
0: You don't like the animals, so by all means kill them and eat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's humanity, man.
1: I I totally agree. I'm very down with the circle of life. Oh, good. I'm not like a vegan.
0: Well, I like learning that about you. My fear, of course, is well known. It's uh somehow being uh transported to a world where everybody is an animated character, but I have remained flesh and blood.
1: <laughs> like a like a space jam type. Like scenario. a space
0: jam like your Roger Rabbit, those kind of situations. Although that's kind of inverse, I guess. But I don't I don't want that. It's where the crazy. Physics. Monkey Bone, no. isn't that what the movie is? No, thank you.
1: It's crazy how chill Michael Jordan was about that whole thing. Right. Yeah, because that was fucked up, what happened to him. His physics don't... Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it was. I'm with you there. In fact, now that you said it, I, I agree. That's horrifying, and it easily trumps nuclear war. <laughs> Trump's nuclear war. Everyone, write that one fucking down. I
0: got it. Zing. Oh, they say up the portal. But um, uh, well, uh, so uh, you're gonna got some shows. You got you got to go do Brooke Shields tonight. But gotta go do Brooke
1: Shields. Um, And then (laughs) yeah, hopefully we'll have a show coming up for New York Comedy Festival. Great. um, And uh, which will be the first week again in November with with
0: Culturistas Uh, or Pop Roulette. um,
1: Remains to be seen. Okay. Um, But one of them. Uh, right. And then, yeah, Pop Roulette was kind of taking a break. It's my musical sketch group, but you can check out our videos online and stuff. And, and we will. Yeah, I got lots of uh, – I'm in a I'm on a team at UCB called Characters Welcome, which is original characters, like we were saying. Yeah. Once a, thank you, uh, which is once a month, every uh, third Monday of the month at UCB East here in, the, here in the East Village, and it's super fun. So if you want to see some of that uh, character comedy I was discussing earlier. I love it. Yeah.
0: Matt Rogers, thank you so much. Thank for you, being Dale, here. and a happy Matt nine Rogers, years, everybody. Yeah, thank Thanks. you, thank you. Thank yes, you. maybe we'll uh, see you in line for the next Star Wars, <laughs> and definitely not in line at the aquarium, folks. Our next uh, performer, is gifted stand-up, as you said, has appeared on the Culturistas podcast. She has her own podcast too that she co-hosts called Misandry with and Ray, or Ray and Marsha. Let's say Ray and Marsha for tonight. And uh, she's also a writer on the President Show on Comedy Central. Ray Sani is here. Ray, come on up. How are you? Good. You can grab that.
2: Music is insane. Thanks, Matt.
0: Hi there. Hi there. How are you doing, Ray?
2: I'm okay. Good. Um, I'm trying to ignore uh, the rumble on my
0: tummy, so what's going on did you have a salad earlier
2: <laughs>
0: no. I went to chop today oh thank you I know because you feel I like oh chopped. I'm doing something good for my body and then you toss the plastic bowl into the trash and you <laughs> watch as the hurricanes roll in because that's how it happens isn't it
2: well, I don't want to assume responsibility for Irma just because I tossed a couple <laughs> six-pack rings into the ocean. It's oh my not my gosh. fault.
0: Matt would be happy with that. <laughs> Choke off a couple uh, sea turtles. <laughs> that sounds wrong. And baby I realize... <laughs> seals. Just like
2: a row of baby seals you're <laughs> yep. holding, like Pepsi cans. Yep, this guy's Generation
0: happy. next. <laughs> <laughs> Ray... How are things going for you, though? Your tummy is rumbling. We'll get past that. Generally, things are okay. Uh, I like to check in just to make sure that people are as miserable as I am.
2: (laughs) I am in perpetual misery. Oh, good.
0: So you're well suited. Good. Great. Now you ride over there over the President Show, sure, on Comedy Central, and that's uh, Anthony Ataminic. Atani- Atani-
2: Ataminic.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a, a great that he has a character to do. gets <laughs> the name is hard. But uh, he's been doing the impression a long time. It's an impression. It's really an, an in. It's a, a habitation. It's a uh, conjuring. It's a uh, something beyond that he does with that character of Trump. Yeah,
2: Anthony is actually like one of the most talented people I've seen in channeling.
0: Person. Channeling is the word I was thinking. Oh, yes, sorry to
2: interrupt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, like when you see it on this show, you're like, oh, that's a solid uh, Trump impression. But there's this thing that happens where I get to watch, obviously, the rehearsals or whatever, when he's not in full makeup, just mm-hmm. half makeup, mm-hmm. and you see what he does with his body and his like gait and his everything it's just mind-blowing
0: is it cathartic at all to be writing for no
2: (laughs) not at all (laughs) he's
0: still bad isn't it's
2: still terrible he's Uh, terrible well because uh um there's this weird thing that happens where um so i'm a black person uh if you didn't know. Okay. And yeah. um so the show does what the show does which is the political satire. Yes. And then I go home and I look at Twitter and it's like Jeff Sessions wants to kill every black person you know. And then I go, "Oh my god, now I've got to hate him twice today." And it's very frustrating. It's
0: very frustrating. It's a tough time. and and uh I don't I don't care for him. <laughs> Don't care for the guy. Yeah. Here's the thing: I don't like looking at him. Mm-mm. He's really I've, ugly. It's an aesthetic, an aesthetic assault. Everything really, that happens. It's
2: actually it. really astounding because. You know that whole thing about how like CEOs are always like tall white men over 6'4? And like that's true, but I didn't also realize that that meant ugly because (laughs) (laughs) when I think tall man over 6'4, I think excellent. Yeah,
0: you'd swipe on that.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh my God. Yeah, seriously. Like uh, if an NBA player was like, wow, I have no respect for you, but I want to do sex, I'd be like, that's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Just because he's tall.
0: Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. And same. (laughs) Uh, uh, But I find that it's even like his i don't want to see inside the home you know he talks about how much money he has which i doubt he has any you get the sense it's probably all from like bob's discount furniture <laughs> like there's a special rich person level of rent-a-center where it could <laughs> all just be repossessed. i
2: feel like that's just called a swag bag
0: <laughs> he's all got it for free but i it just uh, I, I, rich uh money does not buy taste No, uh, I have a theory that, um,
2: so Donald Trump's whole house, whole house in Trump Tower on uh, the Upper East Side or near Midtown is all gold. Right. And the only other person that I know of who has an all gold house in America is Louisiana native rapper Master P. (laughs) (laughs) So Donald Trump is a masterpiece of
0: presidents, (laughs) which is a very bizarre thing. I'm just thinking about that. It's a lot to take in. I'm
2: very astonished by how tacky Donald Trump is because he's not nouveau riche. Like his parents were wealthy. Yeah. And I can understand because I'm totally gonna do it if I ever get there. I'm like I can totally understand where like if you don't have money and then all of a sudden you do have money. Yes. And then you are the most obnoxious person with it. That is my goal. I just don't understand why he stayed obnoxious. His dad should have worked out all the obnoxiousness, you know? But then I remember that he's from Queens, and then I get it. And then, so...
0: Well, what would you uh, buy, Ray, when you have that kind of money? When you have like Rihanna money, what would you buy? Oh my buying? God! Catamaran.
2: I'd buy Rihanna first
0: of all. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, because you know, like I, I think I'm personable, but sometimes I have moods, and I'm one of these like <laughs> introverted extroverts. Mm-hmm. So Rihanna might not want to spend time with me of her own volition. So I'd just buy her.
0: You'd buy some time mm-hmm. with her, like yeah, I'd a timeshare. Time time- yeah. uh, uh, I like her new cosmetic line, by the way. Oh too. yeah. I'll buy buy all of that oh my
2: gosh i uh i wanted to buy everything on the in that line yep but then i realized that i had like stayed in bed for two weeks so i didn't earn it so i'm gonna do like something and it's gonna be a reward (laughs) like maybe i'll text my mom back and then be like you deserve this
0: (laughs) yeah oh that'll be sweet well recently (laughs) uh you um posted a question on Twitter.
2: Oh god. Oh god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do a
2: lot of tweeting when I'm drunk and insomniaki,
0: so Well, no. This We're going
2: the audience and I are going to learn what I said together.
0: <laughs> this is a question so profound that you know we're in a time where <laughs> all of these uh, monuments to losers of wars are being taken down, and uh, so this is nervous. something that should be inscribed somewhere, chiseled in marble, or if it was up to me, maybe put onto one of the LED signs that you see. Aren't those great? You see them when you come into LaGuardia. Welcome to LaGuardia, New York City, and that's somebody's job to program that, and then maybe it flips to an American flag, which is kind of stretched because it's it's only this. You know, it's only a couple inches wide, so it's not a true flag, but you still feel patriotic mm-hmm. in your heart. Or sometimes you pass a halal card, and they'll be rolling through, and it'll say, you know, uh, some of the meats that they have, and then it'll be a spectacular. What I'm saying is this is a great question, and uh, I just also think it might be fun to have one of those jobs to program an LED shine.
2: All right. <laughs>
0: This is the the question you put out there, and I I wrote it on a card, so I'll read it, because I think it's so of the moment, of every moment right now. I'm so nervous right now okay but like what exactly is vanilla ice
2: yes seriously i actually do remember writing
0: that it's a it's a a perfect question for the time because you have a guy who by all accounts would rather be a handyman (laughs) and he has appropriated culture and Mm -hmm. done it poorly yeah because iced tea is a thing ice cube is a thing vanilla ice is not a thing Yes. And then he is is celebrated?
2: Yes. And then falls. Yes. I was like very, I I was listening to somebody, like some podcast or something, totally yours, maybe. I don't know. Probably. um, And, but like they, oh. It was, in a, it was a white person doing an acoustic version of Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, wow. which was fascinating to me because usually what they do is terrorize black songs. But I was like, oh, my God, this white nonsense on white nonsense is fascinating. And then... I started to think, because you know when you make an acoustic version of songs, you sort of hear words in a way you hadn't heard them before. That's right. And I literally did not understand, just in a physical sense or meta- metaphysical sense what vanilla ice is (laughs) because because there's you know like so i grew up in new york and we have um in the hood there are those carts we call them ices but they are written as ices and i've never seen in the assorted flavors on those little carts i've never seen a vanilla one Mm -hmm. i was like okay well it's not that it's not that And then I also was like, okay, what's another way you could have vanilla ice? And then I was like, okay, you could put vanilla extract in your ice tray and then put water in it and then put it in the fridge. But that is also not very appealing.
0: So what is vanilla ice? (laughs) It's so profound. And it still manages to sound like something a white supremacist would call his wife's GMC (laughs) pickup. (laughs) You know, like, what are we taking to the rally? Let's take vanilla ice. You know, just awful, awful. You ever cover any vanilla ice, Cornelius?
1: Definitely not. (laughs) I've made ice cubes with vanilla extract before. That's a thing. You have? That's a (laughs) thing. It (laughs) tastes very
2: good. It tastes good? It's a thing in the witchcraft community. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, like, uh, I hate this because I do. But... um, Vanilla Ice in his <laughs> original form as a rapper is yeah. actually very handsome.
0: Handsome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's well, hot.
0: Okay. But there's so much stuff happening with the pants. Yeah, he's got the, the pants and he's the got the, the, the Hitler
2: youth haircut, and he's got the weirdo zoot suit, but That's also weird. but you know what's so bizarre. Uh When I was younger, I didn't know white people. And so in my head, I swear to God, because the only white people I knew were Vanilla Ice and Jim Carrey on In Living Color, I thought they were the same person. (laughs) (laughs) But can't you kind of see it, though? Yes. You can kind of see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not like, you know, Fashion Week Jim Carrey, but like young Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. Um, In
0: Living Color. Yeah, In
2: Living Color, Jim Carrey kind of looks like Vanilla Ice. And I think maybe my brain conflated them because I'm sure of it. Vanilla Ice guest performed on In Living Color.
0: Oh, that would be even more confusing. Or wait, did
2: Jim Carrey do a Vanilla Ice impression on In Living Color? Yes. Well, that's it. That's what that, happened.
1: That. Oh my god! Oh my
2: god! That's so bizarre. Now I know why. I think that John Goodman is Linda Tripp. That's
1: crazy.
0: Oh my god! All of
2: my political references are in the nineties.
0: <laughs> Listen, I appreciate that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I stopped in '96, and it's yeah. Really? Um, in all things, fashion, food. <laughs> oh my you should have seen the turtlenecks i would wear in 96 um ray yes have you ever won an emmy for the stuff no not yet Mm -mm. still still on the horizon
2: uh is there a horizon Uh. (laughs) Yeah.
0: again another great question
2: (laughs) Uh, if there's a
0: committee in charge of doing some of these monuments i think you should get on it Really? Yeah.
2: I'm not good on committees because I don't <laughs> like directions.
0: I think you do okay.
2: <laughs> I look collaborative, but, but secretly if, I hate it.
0: If you, if you know you're not great on committees, it's good to know <laughs> right up front.
2: Yeah, that's why I do stand up solo sports. Ah,
0: and my baby's uh, going to play
2: tennis. Uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, misandry, the uh, podcast.
2: You pronounce that so Britishly.
0: Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> do you ever? You have some merch that goes along with that? Like some uh, Hatred of Men beer cozies <laughs> or, or something? That'd be nice. We're getting
2: on it. We're getting on it. Yeah. Um, there's this weird thing that happens. I don't know if you know.
0: But if you
2: decide that you hate half of the population, a lot of people don't listen to your show. Huh? So... Huh. I we're gonna get to the merch eventually. Yep. We just have to have like a listenership of like more than just. The three women I know who hate men.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you uh, have room to peddle some essential oils, let me know.
2: <laughs> for sure, uh, for I'd love sure. Love to love to have the yeah, opportunity. Yeah, part of to part of Miss Andrea is not trusting the man's doctor medicine.
0: <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's why that's why I'm into this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I just found out recently all of the uh, natural remedies for a bunch of things, including if you have or are prone to yeast infections and bacterial vaginosis, you can just put a garlic clove in your box and you're good to go.
0: If people take nothing else away from this <laughs> show...
2: I'm just saying, don't <laughs> eat the man's antibiotics.
0: Right. First, take the garlic... Up the up the hole.
2: Up the hole. And uh, uh, and like, <laughs> there was actually I was reading this on Reddit, and uh, there are, are plenty of stories of women who lost garlic cloves <laughs> in there.
0: Sure. Um, and, yeah. That's and just so natural. And so, in
2: case you're hearing this from me for the first time, and you haven't done your <laughs> own research, if you want to get it out, just squat and think really hard.
0: Again, that is advice (laughs) that can be applied to so much (laughs) that it should be chiseled into something. (laughs) Thank you, Cornelius.
2: I I, I was like, what is that? Was that my stomach?
0: I I actually passed something, (laughs) and that happened. I didn't even know there was something stuck in me, and a a stone has Uh, come loose. There's no such thing as
2: kidney stones. That's the man's lies. It's... (laughs) Garlic, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ray. Anybody. I've enjoyed uh, our time together. <laughs> He's like, I and don't want it anymore. You have some. Uh, you have some uh, stand-up shows coming up.
2: Yeah. Um, you were
0: named one of the new faces for just
2: yes. the laughs. Yes. Uh, yeah. Matt and I got to hang out up there. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Um,
0: Congratulations.
2: <laughs> thank you. I don't know if that's ironic, um, but uh, it was fun being Depends up there. Depends on what
0: you were putting where. <laughs>
2: um it was fun in canada yeah uh, except for uh they and everyone thought i was lying when i said this they have to cook it's like culturally endorsed to cook their meat well done
0: oh I don't care for that.
2: Mm-mm. That should be a felony hate
0: crime. <laughs> <laughs> someone should alert Canada.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Justin Trudeau doing so well except for that.
2: Mm. He he's not Wow. A, no, he's not as backlash. hot as vanilla a lot ice. Of <laughs>
0: Oh, well, uh, unfortunately, we can't explore that further, Ray. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're out of time. But uh, you have some stand up shows coming up?
2: Uh, I probably do. I don't Good. check my calendar. Good. I find out when you find out.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. I still Thank way to Thank you do so it. much for having Ray me. Ray Sani, everybody. Ray Sani Thank you, Cornelius. All right, our next guest. Perhaps uh, uh, you've uh, watched some of her great videos that she has out there about uh, not well to do comedians in a beat up car getting coffee, which is great. Or maybe you've enjoyed some of her jokes on the Saturday Night Live program. Uh, This is Kristen Bartlett, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen, come on up here. There you go. Hi, Kristen. Thank you. Take a seat. Grab a microphone. Uh, hi, oh, how's it going? Hi, Kristen. I'm doing great. Just back from Los Angeles.
3: Yeah, I was there for the Emmys.
0: You were there for the Emmys. Yeah, that's wonderful. Was my first time. Did you did you win an Emmy?
3: <laughs> I absolutely did not win an Emmy. I lost an Emmy.
0: Well, that's thank you. Okay.
3: Everybody else on my show did though. Yeah. Um, all the producers, that's... the cast, the um, director. The writer's loss, big.
0: Yeah.
3: It's just it's it's an hard. honor
0: to be nominated. It's
3: just an honor to be nominated. Yeah. yeah. No, it was actually, um, I mean, it was my first Emmy, so I was thrilled. I hired yeah. a stylist.
0: How was that?
3: Incredible. I will never not do it. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> that's G- it. The, the DMV um, photos are about to get way better.
3: I mean, it's just so great. Uh, for anything important, I will absolutely hire yeah. a stylist, because I had a friend refer me, and she knew what was up, and she got me a lot of free shit. Yeah. Because she did um, some other... She did an Anna Klumski. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, so I got free jewelry on loan, like the stuff that Anna didn't want.
0: <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> yep. Give me that jewelry. Sure. And free bags and shit. So I, it was, like, really fantastic. She saved me a lot of money.
0: That's great. <laughs> it's I It's great. It. Guys, love get a
3: stylist.
0: I definitely get a, st- a stylist. But I kind of <laughs> have one look, but... I mean, um, you
3: sh- Yeah, but I mean... A stylist can amplify.
0: Can they bedazzle?
3: They can certainly bedazzle.
0: Well. They can find
3: what you're doing and, like, just, you know. Turn it up. Turn it one dot, one dot. I love up.
0: that. I love thinking about that. I have never been nominated for something, but I did pay sixty dollars to be included in the Who's Who in America <gasps> of American high schoolers. Yes, yeah, that's I was right. in that. Um, uh, but I didn't what pay year? For the book. What year? What uh, year?
3: Probably every year. I graduated two thousand one in high school, so every yeah. year before that.
0: Yeah. Um, every year before that. The four years. Okay.
3: There's, was there a book for middle schoolers because if so I probably was in that too you guys I was very smart
0: <laughs> do you ever go to somebody's house and look for the who's who book on the shelf
3: never once
0: no no it's a worthy I think it's a scam though right it's a pyramid it's absolutely
3: a, a scam yeah. you should never buy that book no you can put your name in it but you shouldn't buy it That's all things. Um.
0: But what if you get the certificate? It's okay to go to CVS to get the certificate frame and then have that prominently displayed on your wall. Did
3: you display it? Maybe. That's very sweet. Thank you. I like that.
0: Who's who? Me who?
3: (laughs) You did it. You did it.
0: Quite an honor. Well, so, the
3: Emmys were really fantastic. Um, yes. It was great dressing up, and it was great like just showing up and walking the red carpet. It was so I cool. I
0: bet. It was I bizarre. Bet. And was there, was there some celebrity encounters oh, that you totally. had? Oh, totally.
3: Julie Bowen grabbed my hand and said she knew who I was. She does not know who I am. (laughs) We were just we were just standing beside each other and I
0: (laughs) it was insane.
3: We were like walking towards like we were on the red carpet like waiting because there are two sections of the red carpet. There's the photo line for important people. Sure. And then there is the non-photo line for writers. (laughs) And so I was waiting to get to that line. Yeah. And my husband was like really trying to push me, and I kind of wanted to see as many famous people as I could. So I was like just like very delicately moving that way. And finally I was like, Jason was like, my husband was like, we should probably go over here. And I said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is my first time at the Emmys. Let me see this. And so I said that and I, I said that right in front of Julie Bowen. Yeah. And so she started laughing and introduced herself and said, I'm Julie. And I said, hi, I'm Kristen. And she grabbed my hand like really hard and said, I know who you are. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, great. And then we had a little laugh and yeah. then I like ran. I ran to the, like the dog shit red carpet because like <laughs> it was too much
0: it's too much you got overwhelmed I was this o- is the mother from modern family yeah who, and uh, who uh,
3: lied to my face she,
0: she thought you were somebody else
3: um i think it's just the new um good to see you J-
0: oh i know who you are yeah yeah what? <laughs> i'm gonna start doing that
3: you should <laughs> i'm gonna start doing that to you <laughs> at the
0: bodega it
3: was insane i know
0: who you are yeah
3: and then the show was cool and then in the middle our category came up and we lost to john oliver yeah. Which is fine. Um, who cares? Um, they're fine. But I was surprised that I was, like, disappointed. And I was disappointed because it was, like, over. Because the only other yeah. time that you dress up like that is a wedding. And at the end of your wedding, you're married.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: But when you go to that, like, I was in, like, two, I was in double Spanx. Like, two layers of Spanx. I was like, what?
0: Yeah.
3: And I went outside and I ate a hot dog.
0: Not from Pink's?
3: No, the okay, concession stand's six good. bucks. So it was fine. good.
0: The <laughs> pinks is overrated for our L.A. listeners. It would have been Trust a long-distance
3: like walk, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, well, th- th- so that's... Uh, but worried. it's
3: an honor just to me. I mean, I'm really thrilled it was my yeah. first Emmys, and how dare I be annoyed my very first Emmys that I didn't win. What a dick.
0: <laughs> but I really
3: was, and that's me. And also, I had nothing to do with it. Like, like my stuff, like, a 1st year writer writer's stuff is, like, always, like, the fun, like... Charactery dummy bits that you can get in. I had nothing to do with Donald Trump, and that is the reason that we were nominated in the first place.
0: So I see, I see. I
3: still wanted that hardware. So whatever. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, uh, but is there when you when you're writing on a show like yes. Saturday Night Live, which yes. uh, uh, by all means they they've been. They've received some awards in the they past. They have, they have. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, I know, but, but
3: this is my first year. No, I
0: understand. I understand, and it would have been great had, it you, been had nice. you done it, and then you get the thing, and then it sits there, and then And people, then you move on with your life. You come
3: see it. And you don't a, care as soon as you get it. But
0: maybe. Maybe. Maybe you care a little bit. So, <laughs> listen, I'd be happy with anything. Uh, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like look- I get a free subscription to a magazine. I'm excited. But this is what I'm saying. So you work uh, on the on the SNL, my yes. friend, and uh, I don't know. Maybe you know her, Jesse Klein. She used to write on that show too. Yes, yes. She said uh, SNL should be a nine to five job.
3: <laughs> that would be really great. Be really <laughs> that would be fantastic, but at the same time I'm also not a 9 to 5 person. So No, be... so
0: the hours agree with you.
3: Um most of the hours agree with me, um but they can get hard. They can get hard after a yeah. while. Like for instance election night um last year, we write the whole show on Tuesdays. So all of that That's... happened the day that we had to write the whole show. Yeah. And like so that's tough, having to stay there all night after that happened when you right. just wanted to take a Xanax and go to bed. Yeah. Um, so I took a Xanax and wrote. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine.
0: <laughs> now, uh, that gives uh, me a sense of where this next question is going. But is there a, uh, a Bartlett signature that we would look for in a premise or a joke that's going to be out there on SNL?
3: Um <laughs> I don't know. I like to like shove nursing in. nursing
0: home sketches.
3: <laughs> I, <laughs> I do like, I do enjoy like sad, dark things. And then I'm quick. Like that's not the voice of the show. So I have to like rein it in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I love writing about fat people issues. I wrote Chonk yeah. from last season. Um, oh
0: yeah, that's great.
3: Um, so I just try to shove in the kinds of interesting things that I love. I love like snotty teenagers.
0: <laughs> sure.
3: I love like difficult women. These are the things that I
0: care about. <laughs> well, that's a subject I have a great deal to talk about. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but I don't think I will at this moment. Because prior to SNL, you worked uh, on a number of things and did a lot of scary. Sure, of yeah. You were at UCB and did some other things. But is it true that you also wrote for uh, a Prairie Home Companion? I did,
3: and I was actually reminded, like watching this show for whatever reason, I felt like... Uh, I have the spirit of Prairie Home Companion in the air.
0: Yeah, well, I've gotten that. Com- have you gotten that? I've gotten that comparison uh, <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And uh, over the summer, I was thinking about that because, you know, Garrison, Keeler, were you a Keeler head growing up?
3: I was absolutely not. Um, I'm like <laughs> I'm like country trash. I'm from North Carolina. Right. My dad works in a factory. Like, we didn't listen NPR, to npr no like,
0: well I, I was thinking about yeah. uh, him and it's really like to do a, a, a killer sure. voice is like a reluctant uh, waterfall it's like pouring something down the stairs because yes. he's always like from the fitzgerald theater in st paul oh my god just like him. we'll go from lake oh gone, my hometown where all the women are strong and all the children
3: I wish that there was a reason it just goes
0: into the drain I just wish there was
3: a reason for you to do that like (laughs) it sucks that you have no reason
0: for that I know if there was only a sketch program where they could do a parody (laughs)
3: like okay yeah it's time for him to come back I have a voicemail of <laughs> garrison offering me the job which is like so long it's like two <laughs> minutes for him Hi, to Christian, finally get it out I love to
0: talk to you about a job ridiculous <laughs>
3: yeah i did was that
0: fun was um it, good? it
3: was fun um i didn't i didn't grow up with prairie home companion but um i work a little bit on the best show with tom sharpling yeah which is another podcast um and they make fun of Prairie Home Companion a little bit. Yes. And uh, there was an idea at the time to create like a full like hour-long program making fun of Prairie Home Companion in this different world. So I listened to a bunch of it to make fun of it yeah. and wrote a lot of parody ideas. And then a packet came out for Prairie Home Companion and I thought, well, if I can make fun of it, I can probably write for it. And then I got hired.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> that's, that's how that happened. Yeah. That's terrific. And but it was
3: fun. I mean, I got to it was just me and Kate Sidley who writes for the late with Colbert and it's fantastic. Yeah. Um and we just worked from home and listened to Garrison talk on the phone and Amazing. and tried to insert like cute things about different cities across America because that's <laughs> what gets people excited that
0: is that's what gets them yeah. that's true well we miss him he's not dead but he's no longer media
3: right uh, Chris Thiele is hosting now uh, yes um, and I wrote a couple sketches over the summer for the n- the show that's happening this fall so yeah, yeah.
0: No longer relevant is what I was going to say, which is the same as being dead. He writes but,
3: uh, these like little articles, though these like really intense editorials.
0: Does he though? And so, were there any times there in North Carolina yes. where you uh, participated in a ritual in the woods?
3: Um, in the woods?
0: Or, any, actually- or a field? <laughs>
3: There actually, like, is like a really like big like witchcraftiness to my hometown, to Asheville, North Carolina. Oh yeah, they um, got it
1: there. They have a lot yep. of witches,
3: like um, witches gathered in a big circle on my high school field mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. day for some festival. Um, and I have never done like an outdoor ritual, but I will do an indoor ritual. Yeah, uh, I'll write down things that I want in life and I'll burn them with a candle. Like that matters and it, yeah. it works.
0: <laughs> how'd, how'd it go with the Emmys?
3: Um, I didn't write it down. I should have written the goddamn thing down. Write <laughs> your Do whole thing. I will tell you this. this is a really yeah. crazy thing, um, okay. and it's very stupid. Eight years ago, um, I see a friend who is a psychic, and that's my deal. Whatever, who cares? Yeah. Eat my dick. Um, <laughs> her name is Gemma Deller. You should go see her.
1: Okay. Um,
3: and she said, like, write everything that you want to be doing as if you're doing it already, and yeah. like, just put it down somewhere and save it. And I wrote, I'm working for Saturday Night Live. Um, and like the details of what that looks like and then I wrote the show wins an Emmy and I folded it and put it away and that was eight years ago and then I got hired last year the show did win an Emmy I should have written I win a fucking Emmy
0: <laughs> oh, you <gotta> be specific. <laughs> what a dumbass Yeah, you gotta be specific in yeah. your ritual you gotta well that's true. the new season starts next week
3: it does September 30th is the first episode Ryan Gosling is hosting so it'll oh, be fun he's
0: handsome he's
3: very handsome yeah um, and Jay-Z is performing so it'll oh, be an exciting show he's okay show.
0: too He's That's also great. okay. <laughs> That's great. Well, Kristen, I'm so glad you could join Thank us. Thank you. It's Kristen Bartlett, everybody. That's great. Thank you for
3: helping me work through that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime. I'm here for you. Uh, I'm here for all of us tonight. Our next guest, we're going to bring it home, aren't we, this, this, this first episode of the 10th season? Uh, and let's uh, bring her up. She is a, a writer, a comedian. She's already appeared. Um, <laughs> Melinda Taub, how are you? Ready to go?
4: You said, let's bring her up.
0: Let's bring her up, and she did it. Uh, What I I was going to say is, you're a writer over there on the Full Frontal with Samantha Bee program.
4: On the Full Frontal, yeah.
0: Yes, Full Frontal. Now, I've asked all the other guests tonight, Melinda, (laughs) did you win an Emmy? I did. Oh, how about that? My goodness, of course, it's an honor to be nominated. You guys aren't like in a feud situation, not like a Ryan Murphy deal, <laughs> no, is it? You didn't
4: no, hate me. no. <laughs> uh, I won an Emmy, but I more recently lost an Emmy <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. in the same category as Kristen.
0: Yeah. The highs and lows in showbiz.
4: <laughs> yeah. So
0: fast. Well, mm-hmm. congratulations. Thank uh, you. You won it for the not the, correspond- not the White House correspondence dinner with Samantha B., which yes. was a terrific triumph uh, oh, by all accounts. You. Uh, you had fun doing that.
4: No. I mean, I'm really glad we won an award for it because uh, we didn't really like doing it very much. (laughs) No? no, Difficult? I mean, it was fun by the point of actually doing the show, but we, like, that was a special, so it was, like, kind of in addition to our normal lineup of shows, um, and it was, like, much longer and much longer term, so we were trying to write it at the same time as we were writing our normal number of shows. Yeah. Um, And it was a huge production, and it was out of town, so the production people just like killed themselves working for it um and by the by the day of the show everyone was saying to each other we are never fucking doing this again (laughs) um and then like the show actually went really well and like we remembered that it it, that it was good and like fun to do comedy Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's important to remember isn't it yeah when things are bleak Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes but did you have a good time at the Emmys?
4: Oh, yeah. The Emmys are super fun.
0: And you were uh, in the Creative Arts yes. Emmy presentation. So did you have to have two red carpet looks? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, and that's that was fun. Good. It was
4: great because the Creative Arts Emmys are the weekend before the, like, real Emmys.
0: Um, They're all real.
4: <laughs> um, yeah. We... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, Did you
0: also lose to John Oliver?
4: Yes. We oh, were in the same category. Oh, we both lost You guys
0: were feuding. So if there is the opportunity for Alfred Molina to play me in the future <laughs> Ryan Murphy production. I would have been
4: thrilled if won. Literally. I would have been thrilled if you guys won. You guys uh, That's killed nice it this year. nice you guys I'm thrilled to that say. John Oliver won. I love everybody. Um, I have no controversial <laughs> opinions <laughs>
0: that 's good for the show that, you're on, uh, that you 're on to have no controversial opi- uh, opinions uh, In fact, I read that uh, one of your producers had said that your jokes are often the darkest that you go for it and twist the knife even further is that Is that true? Does that hold up?
4: Yeah, I have a really dark uh sense of humor i think i didn 't even know how dark until I started on this show because <laughs> um, i Used to say things that I thought were funny that would just make people, like when I, I think for some reason, especially if I was in a room that was mostly men, I would say things that I thought were funny but that just made them go, oh. Um, but for some reason, when it's a room of mostly women, like you can say
0: much darker things. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And is there a joke recently that you were quite fond of?
4: Oh, gosh. Um, last week I called Ann Coulter a bewigged slender man.
0: It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Thank you. (laughs) Definitely the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. uh, That one. Uh, Is there anybody left in D.C. that you admire or feel uh, good about?
4: Oh gosh, I think a lot of people are um, trying really hard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know that sounds like faint praise, but like, I actually think it's a like. Elected officials work for us, and I think it's a good idea not to get too invested in, like, yes, queen, um, and just like expect them to do a job and know that they're going to do it wrong sometimes and yeah. be able to be happy when they do something right and not just like write them off.
0: Yeah. Um, so there's so much wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um now before you got into I, uh, into this I, before you got into that, uh in a full frontal, uh you, you worked for Adam Ruins Everything yes. and uh he ruins everything, so I understand why you got out of there. <laughs> but before that, you wrote a young adult novel. Yes. That was called Still Star Crossed. Yes. It's about Romeo and Juliet?
4: No. Well, okay. Um <laughs> so I used to say to people that it is a sequel to Romeo and Juliet, but that makes it sound like people would say, oh, that's so funny, and it's not a comedy. Um, it is. A, it takes place after Romeo and Juliet, and it is about some of the characters who survive and the feud between the families starting up again, and it's basically a lot of like intrigue and sword fights and kissing.
0: I see. Well, that's all right up my alley. <laughs> and whenever I read something in literature about a poisoning or some kind of suicide, I always think... What does it taste like? Like, what does that hemlock taste like? It's probably kind of a piney. I think kind of a liqueur, that a Right? Don't you? Like well, arsenic, because, like, maybe a little gasoline is what I think of. Chocolate is
4: poison for dogs, but they really like it.
0: Wow. So it
4: makes me wonder, like, what people poisons would actually be delicious for us.
0: Yeah. Would we'll we never crave know. It? Yeah. Yeah, we'll never know. You can't do it. But she wakes back. She wakes up. Juliet wakes up. Right? In the play? Yeah. Doesn't she come back? And then he stabbed himself? And then she's like, oh, no. And then she takes it again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant
4: she, like, woke up at the end and it was a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, J-K-L-O-L. Aw. Oh, I think yeah. you read an
4: abridged version. <laughs> I think
0: I did, too. <laughs> High school was tough, man. It was not, I'm not a great test taker. But, the, um, but di- were you involved in the Star-Crossed Love?
4: Still Star-Crossed?
0: Uh, no, were you yourself oh, involved in a relationship that oh, was star-crossed? Did I
4: ever have a star-crossed love? Um I once broke up with someone because I had to move to LA. That was probably the closest.
0: That's pretty tough.
4: Um but no. Yeah. I think I'm actually like very practical in real life and if it seems like it's going to be a pain to be involved with someone i just don't do Get it out
0: of there yeah. yeah don't even bother also
4: my family doesn't really have any feuds so
0: oh that's too bad
4: yeah it doesn't come up
0: it's nice to have a few things to talk about at thanksgiving <laughs> i loved a gal named holly joe giglio but then she she had a dorothy hamill haircut and a members only jacket But then she moved to Utah, and I think she might have been a Mormon. That's as close as I got to a star-crossed That's
4: That's a very Shakespearean
0: situation. It would have made a good show, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. TV is the highest star, and that show, in in fact, that book was made into a TV show? It was. And it lasted a season?
4: Uh Uh-huh. It lasted seven episodes.
0: Seven episodes, Mm -hmm. which is an abridged season.
4: You know, these days, who can say? Who knows? Yeah. What it
0: what, what anything is I think or what matters. Next season
4: of Game of Thrones is going to be like one four-hour episode <laughs> or something.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. But uh, then you, you've you've come back and and uh, discovered this whole. F- Were you interested in politics before?
4: Yeah, I mean, I always sort of followed politics. Um, not as much as i do now but i think we all follow it more than we used to
0: we have to and and, and maybe for all of us since we're all writing on the or working on these shows not me but for <laughs> you guys you're all a cultural commentator writing for everybody else yes your peer group here uh, uh there was uh, maybe an idea that comedy would improve but is there i mean is that really the case with what we're going through right now
4: has comedy gotten better, you mean? Yes.
0: Do you feel like it's more fun to do this? I mean, oh, the, no. No, right?
4: I th- I think, like, I obviously it gives us a lot of material, but it feels bad. I mean, I think everybody feels bad right now, so I don't know that we actually feel worse. But um, I don't have the option of, like, not watching a Trump speech, which yeah. other people have. Ouch. Uh, yeah, it gets grim sometimes. Yeah. Uh People, yeah, we have a lot of whiskey in our
0: office. <laughs> <laughs> well, that shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. Now, uh, we've probably all buried something in a neighbor's yard or in a public park. Sure. Is there anything that you'd like to see <laughs> under a little pile of fresh dirt or tied to uh, maybe cinder block and sunk to the bottom of the river? Do you have something uh, culturally? Maybe you think... Uh,
4: like metaphysically or something yeah. physically that I would well, like to... Well, physically,
0: if there sink. is something, but it can be... I'm High open. heels. High heels. Yeah. You'd like to bury and never see again. hmm Is that because of the Emmys? Yes. Yeah. I got
4: a slightly better pair of high heels for the real Emmys, but for the creative arts Emmys, I had just like, I did my outfit completely wrong. I like, I ordered my, I rented my dress online and it turned out to be a little bit too small. So I had to like hold my shoulders really rigidly like this the whole (laughs) night. So my tits didn't pop out the front. Um, And my shoes were really uncomfortable. So, like, I had to leave the party early afterwards because I was just, like, in physical agony head to toe. I wear sweatshirts every other day of the year. Like, I was not prepared for this.
0: Well, that's a great one. Montauk is lovely. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's very comfortable. And it's, like, an extra large. And I like to have this much room in my clothing. (laughs)
0: That's good. Now, you're going, but the show is on every week?
4: Yes. Every Wednesday night.
0: Every Wednesday night. Did you have to skip out to do this?
4: I, I mean, it airs on Wednesday night. It taped earlier. Okay,
0: you the, I don't understand how things yeah. work. you guys
4: are <laughs> skipping up. <out.
0: laughs> <laughs> that's great, magic, the magic the box, the magic of television. That's wonderful. And uh, so many people in this time of uh, darkness have turned to to holistic healing, that kind of thing. Crystals, I gather, essential oils are big. Have you turned to any of those?
4: Um. I mean, I smoke weed. That's sort of alternative. <laughs>
0: there we go. That's kind of an alt med. Uh huh.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good that does for a you. lot for me. <laughs> oh, good. I had one brownie once, and it set me off, and it's <laughs> and I've never been the same since. <laughs> so I avoid it. But uh, uh, that and of course you do a lot of stuff over at UCB. You're performing all the time, and uh, w- where we can we can find. No, not all the time.
4: Um, not lately, but.
0: <laughs> we'll get back out there. <laughs> talk to Matt. He's over there all the time.
4: This is He's great. I'll do some networking. Brooke
0: Shields is over there. You like her?
4: I love Brooke Shields. Yeah, yeah.
0: We all do. i big fan icon. of
4: Suddenly Susan. <laughs>
0: Good for you. Well, uh, Melinda, it's been so great to have you on the show. Melinda Thank Taub, you. everybody. I think that'll do it for us in the, the, the Deep Night. Let's thank all of our guests. Melinda, uh, Kristen Bartlett, Ray Sonny, Matt Rogers, Cornelius Loy back there. Thanks to everybody at The Deep Night. I'm da- At the Slipper Room, uh, I'm Dale Seaver. And uh, from The Deep Night, good night. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Thank you. Wonderful. I'm telling you, wasn't that something... I had such fun, and I gather Melinda learned how to play the theremin. See, that's a bonus for appearing on this program. My thanks to Cornelius Loy, who was at the helm of that theremin then. He was just wonderful all the way through. Always a pleasure. Today's Deep Night personalized horoscope goes out to, oh, this is nice, Lenore Esterhaus in Wissahickon, Pennsylvania. Lenore, I think it's best if you...
1: Look at all the Pepsi cans in every shot. Look how they pan up the girls' bodies with the camera, and then the next shot is a Pepsi can. You are being sold things at all times, and I want you to remember that.
0: Well, something to think about. And let's see our lucky numbers this week. 2, 6, and 10, the hours I have to remember to take my Tylenol cold. Don't tell Galinda, but I believe in traditional medicines. That's it for us this week. Thank you for joining us, and remember that although this night may be ending... A bright new day is just ahead. Deep Night is brought to you by Jameson's Spirit Cleanser, the original prairie-grade sage that you can burn whenever things start making noises in your walls. Or a spirit appears at the foot of your bed wearing 18th century sailing regalia. Deep Night is independently produced and performed by James Bewley. Deep Night Season 10 podcast image by artist Kelsey Roten. Deep Night Season 10 theme by Zach Gabbard. Music throughout the season provided by the talented roster of Howler Hills Farm. The Deep Night podcast can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and on Apple Podcasts, where we kindly ask you to subscribe and then leave a rating or a review. Once again, thank you for listening.